Hi, so uh, if you've been following Afro YouTube channels and blogs, uh, you definitely have come across these clips showing African leaders shutting down, you know, Western leaders. In the case of the Congolese president, when he shut down the French president who tried to lie in front of journalists. And in the case of the Namibian president, who also shut down that top German diplomat. So more and more African leaders are now coming out feeling uh, emboldened or boldly coming out to speak up against Western lies and against Western narrative to an extent of even opposing the Western policies being imposed on them. And by that, I'm speaking about the Paul Kagame, for example, or the late Tanzanian president or the current Kenyan president, William Ruto, or the Ugandan Yoerim Seveni. I'm talking about the Namibian president. I'm talking about the Congolese president, Felix Kisekedi. I'm talking about the South African president, uh, Ramaphosa. And even some opposition figures like South Africa's Julius Malema. So to an extent, some of these leaders are actually being likened to Muammar Gaddafi. Allow me to play some few clips showing the instance where African leaders are shut down or basically spoke up against Western lies. And then I will discuss why I think that today more and more African leaders are feeling emboldened to speak up. They are fearlessly and boldly coming out to speak up without fear. Here, for example, the number of Chinese people living here in the meantime is four times as much as, for example, the German community. And so far, it's not precisely the same what takes place all over the world. There are differences. And what I'm... Mr. Speaker, yeah. what is your problem with that? Why does it become your problem? <laughs> it, usually, it looks like it's a more European problem than our problem. Yeah. You are so sorry for us. <laughs> I don't see... Chinese will never come and play around here. If Germans don't allow to do that. Which Germans are doing, by the way. You talk about Chinese. We allow Germans to come offer visas here. Red carpet. Our people are harassed in Germany. Even diplomatic passport holders. In Germany. They are not your puppet. So why Chinese talk about Germans? How we are treating us there? Chinese don't treat us like that. Because, as you have said, if we, didn't, if we don't respect ourselves, nobody is going to respect us. You know? To uh, some other engagement with other countries. Now we have been invited for a uh, Russia-Africa summit. We have made a decision, very respectfully as heads of state in Africa, that any engagement with other partners must be an engagement of equals. But what happens continuously? When others want to engage with us, they don't want to deal with a troika. They want to invite 50 heads of state. So we go to a meeting, just explain to me what kind of outcome you expect where 50 heads of state are sitting. Everybody is asked for speak to one and a half minutes. You speak to one, for one and a half minutes. What kind of engagement are you going to get? You're going to get nothing. Right? 
the best that you get is photographs. Let's take one particular aspect of your policy positions. Yes. Do you think aligning yourself with Vladimir Putin is going to be good for South Africa? But that's what it is now. South Africa is in alliance with Russia, with India, with Brazil, with China. So why are you asking me as if it's some policy that is going to be implemented South Africa right after now. I took over? South Africa is in alliance with Russia now. South Africa right now calls itself non-aligned. In the context of the war, but these are two different things. South Africa is an ally of Russia. Now, the second question is, where does South Africa stand on the war? It says I'm a non-aligned in relation to war, but Russia remains South Africa's friend. So we cannot create confusion around there. Don't create an impression that it is Malema who's going to come and create an alliance with Russia. But there are some very specific Actually, I will, if, go, if I may I will so. go beyond that. I will go beyond the, the friendship with Russia and in the war, I will align with Russia and I will even supply the weapons to Russia. Because Russia is in a war with, with imperialism and any agenda that seeks to push back uh, imperialist agendas is well within the policies of the EFF. Um, you know, I think this notion of international rules is very comfortable for some people to use when it suits them, but they don't believe in international rules when it doesn't suit them because they don't apply international rules or law equally in all circumstances. So you can't say because Ukraine has been invaded uh, that suddenly sovereignty is important, but it was never important for Palestine. And now the question, why, why are more African leaders now speaking up? Why are they getting this uh, boldness to speak up? And one answer is uh, multipolarism. So first of all, we have to agree that for a long time, Africa has been uh, impoverished, has been mocked, and has always been this kid on the block that everyone uh, mocks and makes fun of. And despite Africa having the resources, the minerals, and natural resources that the other the other continents don't have, so multipolarism is that there is China. China came to Africa and started giving some African countries foreign aid, grants, and development loans to a point that some African countries now feel that they do not need the West. Because for a long time, uh, it has always been the same thing where we have these uh, strongmen and dictators in Africa staying in power for more than 40 years because they are friendly or they are friends of the Western countries. And uh, they had to do just one job, you know, not to meddle or disturb the activities of those Western countries in their own country. Basically, allow them to come in and exploit and steal your minerals, and then you stay in power for forever. And a good case is Cameroon. We have Paul Beer, who has ruled that country for more than 43 years. The guy is 89 years, and he even does it. Sometimes he forgets that they're having elections in that country because uh, from what I read is that he lives 
or stays in Switzerland in a castle he bought and rules through Skype. You can look it up. And the reason why he has never been removed from power is because France and other countries protect him. There's a time actually Cameroon had this coup and some French almost had a coup and some French mercenaries were seen there to stop it because they don't want to lose that leader and in his place they get someone who is conscious. So that's how it has always been. But then multipolarism in some few other countries that have democracy is that the new leaders now do not need the West. They turn to China. And that's why now they can openly speak up. So that is the main reason, right? Multipolarism. But there are other reasons like uh, having a free media because for a long time, uh, news across the world, you know, was controlled by Western media. We had BBC, I think, in almost every African language. We had BBC in Kiswahili, BBC in Lingala. BBC in Kinyarwanda, BBC in Luganda, and BBC in Kirundi, in so many other languages. We still even have the voice of America, VOA, in the same languages. So Western media had their own local language versions to feed us with the fake information from the West. They used to change the news and they, they, because of the targeted, uh, the target, you know, the targeted audience. And we even had them in Amharic and Somali. We have VOA Somali. Can you imagine we have BBC Somali? So today now we have free media, the YouTube channels, the uh, the blogs, and then individual countries are getting their own digital TVs and making their people access information, the right information. But still, multipolarism is huge and it's being fueled by now what is going on in in Russia which has led to China teaming up with other countries like uh, Brazil, South Africa, we have Iran, India, Saudi Arabia. And this has made African leaders and African countries realize that they may not need the West after all because everything they need they can still get it from east. They can get it in China they can get the petroleum from Saudi Arabia and pay in Chinese yuan. They don't need the dollars. And that's why they are speaking up and actually even saying that they should do away with the dollars when trading uh, in Africa. 